What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. I am Tim Daniel. On this week's show, Sean Mackey, my co-host, my partner in crime, and I, we discuss our reactions to the first week of the NBA. We talk about John Morant. We talk about DeAndre Ayton's suspension. And most importantly, the big discussion we have are the Golden State Warriors done. I know they got a win against the Pelicans. We recorded this before that happened. But, hey, without further ado, here's this week's show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted it, come with it, done it, we done it with punishment. Nuggets is coming, and fucking hear the world we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this family is running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. Well, man, uh, we finally have some basketball to, uh, to watch. We got a week of games in already, and so far it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've seen a lot of greatness. We've seen a lot of meh. We've seen some teams who are uh, doing some different things uh, that we haven't seen in a while. What have you seen from the league so far? Well, uh, first of all, welcome back to the season, guys. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this is we're, we're, we're one weekend, man. We should be. I've, we, you sound kind of exhausted, Tim. Are you exhausted? <laughs> I'm. I'm all right. You're all right. All right. You just you covering college games and you're you you're watching the pros. You're just you're doing it all, man. On Sunday, I literally did not leave my couch. I watched league pass games all day. Good, good, good. That's what I like. Soaking it up, you know. Yes, uh, I've missed it. I've been so bored. I'll say this. Uh, like you said, there's been a lot of greatness. Like a lot, like the the league is it's just absolutely loaded with talent right now, and I'm seeing, uh, you know, there's teams that I've disliked for years that like I'm starting to watch. Talking about you, Atlanta. <laughs> um, I was like, you does know, it mean Phoenix? No, it doesn't mean Phoenix. I'm not, I'm no, I'm I'm not in on Phoenix at all, especially after the eight and stuff. We'll get to that later, but. Um, I've I've been really impressed by um, some of these new duos, Luca Porzingis, a uh, lot of fun. They are fun. Um, and we'll you know we'll get to the Warriors too. The Warriors look like they uh, whoof, woof, doo doo, doo doo. <laughs> yeah. What has been your favorite um, thing about this week? This last week, biggest surprise of the week. We'll just go with that. John Morant. John Morant. Oh my god, dude! That game yesterday, well Sunday, the sun, the Sunday night game, yeah, man. He, uh, mean, he was welcome, awesome. Welcome to the NBA, man. He was terrific. I mean, like, so I watched the whole game. I t- I tweeted about. I was doing the tweet updates from our from the Forty Eight Minutes Twitter account. Um, kind of just tweeting my reactions to stuff, and I was just blown away by the game. I obviously knew how good he was because I was very high on him coming out of college. But what you saw from him to be able to go like bucket for bucket with Kyrie down the stretch where um, they they did not leave each other for the most part of the whole game. And he just had a swagger to him. You don't see often from 19-year-old point guards in the NBA. Um, yeah. And he just was – he looked he looked all the part of everything we've heard. Uh, he didn't have like – he wasn't turning the ball over. He wasn't settling for shots. And he was making things happen. I mean, obviously the game-winning assist had 30 points. Brought the team back when he came in at the four-minute mark. In the fourth quarter to take it to overtime, block Kyrie's shot to send it overtime. Oh yeah, 
It was it was awesome, man. I was I was blown away, and I'm so like he has made me watch the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's what's the beauty about the NBA draft. You know, uh, getting a crappy team uh, that you know where you weren't watching the Grizzlies at all last year, and now you no. have a reason to watch. You have a reason to watch, and I feel like almost every team, with the exception of the Phoenix Suns, <laughs> I uh, I feel that way now. I feel like we're we're getting to to a point where we're in a good place where. Um, almost every team is at least fairly entertaining. Yeah, I agree, man. I think um, you know, like you mentioned, Atlanta. Trey Young has been even even that you know even even you know Charlotte you know playing the Bulls the other night like PJ Washington. I mean, like like I you know we were like this is gonna be garbage and, and they're gonna be garbage, but man, like he had they compete. First, yeah, they competed and he looked he looked great. So. Um, Every every team this year just looks really really fresh, and I mean there's a lot of optimism at the beginning of the year, obviously. But um, John Morant, especially man, that you know last night's game, I watched the highlights, and I mean it's he looks incredible already. Yeah, he does, man. He definitely looks the part. I'm I was I'm so pumped that he like everything I've been saying looks good so far. So like going into like uh, when we started talking about him on at large bid being the year last year, so perfect. Um, you mentioned the Hornets. I, I, you know, minus the Minnesota game, they didn't really compete much in that game. But really, when they played the Lakers on Sunday, I mean, they they played with them like shot for shot till the fourth quarter. And I mean, I, I was I was really impressed with this, these young dudes. I know a lot of people joke that they are the college basketball all stars. I've made that joke myself because it's like all these D one studs that are on their team. Yeah. Um. You know, they fought in every single game. And just, you know, in the fourth quarter, it came down to, like, LeBron and Dwight Howard were just dominating, and they just didn't have an answer for it. And I think that's going to be the story of the Hornets this year, where they're going to be, like, they're going to fight, and they're going to do what they can to make plays. They just won't have enough, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs or anything, but it's... God, uh, no. <laughs> it's, uh... It's fun right now at the beginning of the year when there's a little bit of a little bit of optimism uh, brimming. So, um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been an exciting week. Uh, first uh, NBA players of the week were named today: Trey Young and Carl Anthony Towns. Well deserved for both. Carl Anthony Towns is on a mission. Yes, <laughs> he yeah. is man. So. I, you know, the first three games of the year, he's been awesome. I mean, we always knew what he could do offensively, and he's been better than expected on offense, which is saying a lot. But defensively, he's making plays, and he's you know playing really aggressive. I, I mean, dude, he's he's on another level right now. Shout out whatever Ryan Saunders has unlocked in him, because it's working. Yeah, yeah, he looks he looks great. Average thirty two points, thirteen point three rebounds, and five assists, while. Trey Young, oh, this is insane too. Trey Young, thirty-eight point five points, nine assists, and seven rebounds. Christ, I mean, yeah. like I know everybody was, you know, your six-two uh, point guards averaging seven rebounds. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and I mean, I know we all kind of scoffed at them trading away Luka Doncic, but I I genuinely think the Atlanta Hawks are going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. I think like, I know, a lot of people are shitting on Cam Reddish. 
I think you know they got to give that guy a give that guy a oh, little bit of a break. They got they got to give all those rookies on that team or second year players a, a you know a little bit of a shot. I mean, there's a lot of young players on the Hawks right now, like a lot. Yeah. So uh, you know we got to we kind of just you got to let them play it out, and I'm really I'm I'm excited for that team. Like I it which is weird because I'm never excited for the Hawks ever. No, me neither. Uh, the Miami Heat, Kendrick Nunn is a guy that's oh my gosh jumping yeah. onto the scene that we knew about from uh, like we said in our earlier show. Got a he got a little bit of a boost from Jimmy Butler having a baby. Yeah, dude, he has been awesome. Yeah, he was also in the Warriors G League organization last year. They could definitely use him right now, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but you know, Giannis obviously has done Giannis things. Uh, Russell Westbrook has played really well for Houston. Yeah. James Harden has not. Well, that's the thing. I think James Harden is going to need to uh, figure out what to do with such a ball-dominant, um, not exactly pass-first point guard right now. Or, or you know, whoever's playing the point guard. Like, if he's playing the point guard and he's playing... I mean, I don't know. Is this, is this going to work? Uh, I still think it will. I think it's going to take a little time, but I think they're... I mean, they made this work years ago. It's like, they're, here we are. They're back at, like, peak talents, both of them. And um, I don't know. I just I feel like they need to get something going here because, man, this is – we keep saying, oh, Houston's doors slamming shut and everything. And it's like they keep kind of reinventing themselves slightly. And it – I don't know. What happens if this doesn't work out at the end of the season with them? One of those, you know, I mean, that you try to what, see say, – Let's say they – let's just, you know, just say – I don't know. They have a first round playoff exit. I mean, typical Russell Westbrook fashion. Yeah, trip typical. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that's that's a big disappointment though with this team. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. You know, Harden the other night shot two of eighteen. I mean, that's terrible. Oof. What's wrong with him? Yeah. You know, oof. for how great he is offensively, when he has those nights where he is bad, and Steph Curry is the same way. We're not gonna act like he's not. I mean. I've seen Steph Curry throw up some donut holes quite a few times where it's just rough, but I don't know, man. I just, uh, with the Harden and Westbrook thing, I think it's going to take some time, but like I said, if D'Antoni keeps using Westbrook the way he has where, you know, Harden's the guy holding the ball and Westbrook's the guy playing and doing the cutting and everything like that, I think at some point it'll click. It might just take a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, they're going to have to figure it out though, man. Yeah, they're, they're both two of the most talented guards in NBA history. And, you know, they just, someone's going to have to play off the ball. Someone's going to have to play point. They're going to have to figure it out and get it going. But I don't know, man. I think Russ is probably just, not Russ, but uh, Harden's just having some problems kind of adjusting to that kind of role where he was getting, you know, Chris Paul, you know, throwing him the ball all the time and playing that off-ball role and also playing point. I don't know, man. I Maybe he's one of those guys who just needs to be the man. You know, he, possible. he is, I mean, he's like the quintessential, like guy who can throw up 50 points in a game, you know, you know, mid two thousands or early two thousands, Tracy McGrady style and actually, you know, win the MVP. Yeah. So he's like one of the few guys, there's a lot of guys that have done that, have been that great player on, you know, a bad team or whatever, but he's, he's made them, he should be that player. Like he should be that player, but he actually elevates the team. So he's, but he's not. I don't. I don't consider him on the same tier as a, you know, a LeBron James really, because he's not. He's not as dynamic as LeBron James or or Anthony Davis or Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. 
So he's just one of those, you know, I think that's, I think that's why I have such a hard time liking James Harden all the time. Yeah. I think my thing is just, uh, you know, I, I, you know, my frustrations with James Harden were always like, you know, he had kind of like, like LeBron went through his first eight years where like LeBron in the playoffs had moments where it was like, okay, where are you? James Harden has those just about every elimination game. It feels like. Yeah, he does. And that's where I was like, okay. One of these times, he's got to get over this hump. You know, the year that Houston had Golden State won, I mean, beat, and they I know Chris Paul got hurt, obviously, is the one everyone jumps out to everyone. But last year, even, man, like, you know, they were, you know, Kevin Durant's hurt, and in the Houston series, it's 2 2, it's in Houston. Yeah. And they couldn't make anything happen. It's like, I don't know. Um, do I think Harden's a Hall of Famer? And though it's a current trajectory, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, they got to get some stuff from their other guys, too, you know. Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, Clint Capella, those guys. It's time for those guys to really help out with these two dudes and make things a little better as well. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll see what happens with them, but the Warriors. <laughs> the Warriors, yes. This was the topic I wanted to looking forward to the most today. The Warriors look like trash. Today, The Athletic released their, MB- their first NBA power rankings of the regular season, Sean. What'd they rank up? 30. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. 30. 30. Through two games, they have been atrocious. Now, I sent you this yesterday when uh, in our text message group with Alex. Yeah. Der- former 48 Minutes mate Alex Derrickson. Of the lineup that the Warriors threw out last night. And guys, it was pretty rough. Oh, it's terrible. Say. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it real quick again because I was like, I just how did it. how did Marquise Chris do in that game? Not good, Bob. Not good. Not good. D'Angelo Russell got himself ejected because he's like, I'm not doing this shit. Wow. Well, what does a team like the Warriors do in a situation like this? Do they completely tank it out and get Wiseman and then come back next year, 1999 San Antonio Spurs style? <laughs> Dude, it kind of feels that way. Like I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what they do. Like that, because that, that's gonna happen if, <laughs> like, like that's just like warrior justice. Like, well, you know, found we were it. Re- All right, so this is the starting line of the Warriors threw out yesterday. Throw it out. Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, Draymond Green, Glenn Robinson the third, and Marquise Chris. So, okay, so you got three Hall of Famers. Well, I'm sorry, two Hall of Famers and maybe a possible later one. And and two people that <laughs> are just very misplaced in this lineup. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, you, you look at Glenn Robinson III and, like, he wasn't even starting for any teams over the last couple of years. Marquise Chris was traded away and cut and you know oh my god their bench their bench their bench is is one of the worst benches in the nba right now omari spellman jacob evans jordan Poole, eric pascal damian lee and kai bowman who 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 the only reason i know who these guys are is because i cover college basketball yeah (laughs) dude that's that's really really bad really 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 bad yeah for a team that like we knew them as strength in numbers now they're – I can't even think of anything clever. It's how bad it is. Damn it. Well, everybody kind of sensed at the end of the season last year that that was going to be it for them. 
Durant, I didn't think it was going to be this big of a drop. I, I didn't think it was either. I mean, I mean granted, I, no one knew Clay Thompson was going to get hurt, but sure, sure. Clay Thompson doesn't get hurt. Uh, lots of things change. Lots of things change. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. This is a this is a team that looks really sad right now. I think Steve Kerr is going to get really frustrated. Yeah. I mean, I don't think his like job isn't safe or anything like that we're gonna see him break some clipboards this year he is going to break some clipboards he's just not used to losing man and i know a lot of people are you know tweeting oh this is what you get you know blah 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 blah. and it's like you know what the warriors they're dominant because they were able to find something successful and and change the entire league and you know, build upon that. The problem was the rest of the league evolved and everybody kind of bailed out this summer. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can find the uh, power rank. There it is. So let me see what they said about the Warriors. After their Sunday loss to the Thunder, I am looking for my shovel. Overacting to two games can come to bite you, but with the Warriors in this case, their 4 through 15 on the roster is truly atrocious. They shouldn't absolve the trio of Curry, Green, and Russell from playing better and having an impact. They all seem to be better and lead these role players. It's more or less just trying to explain why the first two have been so bad. Marquise Chris being on NBA roster and starting is a stunning development after the last two seasons. Well, I mean, here's the other thing. Willie Colley Stein is hurt right now. Oh, so. yeah, man. Oh, God. Not Willie. They got to have <laughs> Willie. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, he's better than Marquise Chris. So, so... That hurts. They don't have him. They don't have Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson isn't going to come back this season at all, which, you know. Nor should he. Nor should he. No, man. I mean, it's like it's like this guy, you know, has played his ass off for, you know, five years. And on top of it, it's like, I wouldn't want to rush him back. So, and they just gave him a huge extension. So, um, the thank you extension. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know. D'Angelo Russell, though, um... If this team is not in the playoffs, which they're not. it, so we're we're gonna go ahead and establish they are not making the playoffs. So weird. I mean, to you say. can make your own opinion, but I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 willing to agree with you right now because the bench is just it's terrible. It is yeah. really really bad. So with that being said, and them gone, I mean, and they just lost so much last year. It's you know Durant, Livingston, uh, Igudala. Like it's just there's just so many like key players they lost last season demarcus cousins you know i mean it's um kavon looney's hurt too kavon looney another another big guy that they lost so yeah so you know and those and those were the guys that they had chemistry with these guys are all new they're and a lot of them are projects you know glenn robinson the third does not need to be starting for the you know uh, the golden state warriors right now like this this should not be happening no i mean he was you know he was playing last year Detroit the Cavs. He was oh he was on the Cavs the year before that he was on Detroit correct. Oh Mark, I'm sorry I was thinking Marquise Chris. No you're right. Glenn right. Robinson the third was yeah on Detroit last year yes yeah okay okay but yeah I mean good God it's you know everything we've said so like Eric Pascal second rounder Kai Bowman undrafted <laughs> Jacob Evans late first round Jordan Poole if you remember on our draft reaction show was projected in the late 50s, and the Warriors took him at 28 in the first round. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's bad, man. And, like, buyout season doesn't save the Warriors this year. No, not at all. Not at all. 
I mean, there's there's no one that they could buy out that would help them in a huge, you know, you know, and it's like if Iguodala does eventually get bought out, he's not going there this year. He's going to go to the Lakers. Lakers so, or Clippers, yeah. Yeah, and and wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to get another championship, you know, on that, oh, you know, for sure. on a guy who's who's, you know, one more you get one more championship on that. I mean, I think he's pretty much a shoe-in Hall of Famer at that point. So, um I don't know. I I think the Warriors are in some serious problem. I think they are one uh, serious injury away from one of those three players from completely tapping out. Yeah, and this is and we're on game three. Yeah, we're talking about. I am I am jumping to conclusions right now. Well, you got to think too, man. We lived this. Ninety-eight Bulls win the title. They come back the next year. Everything's different. Pippen's gone. Jordan's gone. Rodman's gone. I know, but these guys still have have you know three Hall of Famers. One one's out the whole season though. That's the problem, you know. And D'Angelo Russell's never played with these guys, and I mean, I don't know what kind of player he's going to be on this team. Like, I don't know if he does he fit this roster. No, we thought that wouldn't have happened. It, like, it, oh, it's, it, it did look, seem weird. I mean, they yeah, had like, to, they had to get something. So I mean, it made sense. Yeah, they, I mean, they they were like, oh yeah, they'll be able to spread the ball. Other but than that. but the whole but the whole BS thing about them saying, oh, we're gonna you know keep him, he's gonna be part of our future. I think that was crap from the beginning. Yeah, this is still really bad. Yeah, <laughs> come the deadline. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they're gonna hold him out for like somebody to like. Hey guys, you want three years of this? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you get for D'Angelo Russell. I don't, I don't know. So, depends how he plays. Depends how he plays, yeah. I mean, especially, like I said, if, like, you know, if something happens, Curry doesn't have the best injury track record. If he gets hurt for 10 games or something, you know, D'Angelo Russell's their primary guy at that point, and he might be putting up 40 points a game for a week, you know, and he might look really good, really enticing to somebody. So um, I don't know really what to think, but we're both under the impression as of game two <laughs> that they will not make the playoffs and this is over. Yeah, which I know could probably bite us in the ass come like February. I, but and, I don't and, and see that's fine. How. And that's I just fine. Don't see how. No, no, their their bench is crap. And everything yeah. that you've been saying, everything that Bill Simmons has been saying, it's completely true. This is this is not a a team that's gonna that's gonna make any waves this year, especially with how great the Lakers are, how great the Clippers are. You know, Houston, um, Dallas Shit. is coming up. We just talked about the freaking Hornets. Four guys yeah. from the Hornets could play on the Warriors right now. Yeah, they could. Yeah. They could. They could. So, um, good luck, Steve Kerr. You're going to need it. Yeah, I saw. I definitely appreciate it when he said, when they like, were like, are you worried about anything? He's like, the only thing I'm worried about is the Modelo in my locker. <laughs> <laughs> just typical Steve Kerr fashion. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you mentioned a little bit earlier DeAndre Ayton uh, getting a suspension. Yes. Which is definitely surprising. It definitely sucks. Yeah. Um, another huge blow to to the, the Suns for something that's, you know, from from what I understand is a drug that a bunch of players have been suspended for. But, you know, it seems pretty commonplace right now. I just love how people are like dogging his career already. I'm like, whoa. I mean, yeah, it sucks he got suspended. It was oh, dumb. He is a dominant center. But like, let's relax. Yeah, I he had. I thought he had a fantastic rookie season. I'm on a really crappy team last year. I yeah, think offensively, he, was, he is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I wish he could get the hell out of Phoenix. 
yeah, don't. I wish the whole. I wish everyone on that. I wish Phoenix wasn't a thing anymore. <laughs> you're just. There, you're ready to just pack up the whole circus there and yeah. and just put up a gravestone and that's it. Yeah, send it to Las Vegas or Seattle. In, in or, memory of of Steve Nash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, don't be wrong. Suns fans definitely care, but their ownership does not. And they do not. Can, no, and like. You can tell. Do you remember that clip of that old lady that went to like the town hall meeting for the Suns? And oh, she was like, oh my yeah. god, oh my god! I already forgot about that, but that was one of the funniest videos ever. It was great. It was great, but she, and everything she said, it was just like I think everybody spot like stood up on. and was like, like spot on, spot on. Oh, yeah. So, but obviously, you know, we knew the Suns are a team in transition, and they've been off to a good start. You know, they beat Golden State. I mean, they beat the Clippers. They probably have already beat Golden State. I don't know. They haven't played yet, but, you know. Um, they got a, a week a open night win against the Kings where they made the Kings look really bad. Spoiler, the Kings are really bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, I think this is going to be like a chance for, you know, this is going to be a chance for a guy like Cam Johnson, who they drafted super early. How does he fit into this Kings team now? They're going to need his offense. Um you know, they they didn't have Ricky Rubio in that Clippers game. They're they're gonna get him back. So, you know, if everything keeps going the way it is for the for the Suns, they might win twenty seven games. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man, but you know, I, I it sucks, like I said, I, I hate that it happened for Aiton. I hope that he comes back and I hope he comes back with a purpose and just sets the world on fire. But for them to not have him while they're trying to rebuild and put this roster together and get all these young guys learn to play together is no bueno. I just like how Devin Booker two seasons ago said this was the last year we weren't going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you know, but you know, they're two and one right now. So there's that. And they're not in, you know, dead last in the power rankings like the Golden State Warriors. So they got that going for them. Devin Booker is basically the NBA version of Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Mixon where he is just all be it talented in the world and just has nothing going for him team one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't even bring up the Bengals. Why? They're the same franchise. Literally. I, you, you think the Suns and the Bengals are the same franchise? Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, they had one decade in recent memory where they were both really, really good. Yeah. For the most, they've both been in championships and have not won. True. And then, you know, they're, current bottom feeders yeah they're irrelevant and they were the same colors well orange <laughs> yes <laughs> so i would like you to tell me where i'm wrong sir i'll wait no you're right you're right i like it it's a good mm-hmm. comparison yeah i know i have those sometimes <laughs> so what do you think of the clippers so far uh as advertised i mean i know they yeah. lost a game the other night but um um you know, and everybody, it it, 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 you know, it's one of those things like, well, you know, they don't have PG right now, you know, okay. And they just beat the Lakers by 10 in a very close game. They did. And then they smoked the Warriors in their Warriors new arena. No, but the Warriors are garbage. So that's, they that's, are. A, that's irrelevant. So, and they had an off night against the, against the Suns. They had an yeah. off night against the Suns. Suns. Shout Suns. out to the Suns. They won that game. They did win the game. They did win that. And Kawhi looks great. Still, still looks cold as hell. Looks like the best player in the NBA right now. I'm not even gonna lie. I agree. Uh, and uh, I love to see. You know, I, I'm I, every. They're building off of what happened last year, and they've added the best player in the world right now. 
So, yeah. so, or one of them. I would say the best part in the world right now. Okay. Yeah. In three games? Know. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to the finals last year. I mean, he was all over the place. He's been unbelievable. Yeah, so they're going to be great. I don't know how many more weeks we're at without Paul George, but when they get together, I'm fully expecting like an 18-game win streak Same. from this team. Like, I think they are just going to blow to the top of the charts. Um, of the Western Conference. I fully believe they will be the number one seed. I think they are the finals favorites. Um, you know, NBA champion favorites, I should say. Um, they're just, they're in a really good spot right now. They really played their cards right and, you know, swung for the fences this year. And, like, I mean, it paid off. Well, it's also, too, it's just like, you know, how deep they are. Like, Jamichael Green comes in and he plays really well for them. And, you know, guys like that who come off the bench, obviously Lou Will and Montrez, obviously everyone knows what they're getting from them. I mean, if you remember that opener against the Lakers, Zubac played the first four minutes of the, of the game, and that was basically it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as, as Stan Van Gundy said the other day on um, on NBA Game Time, he's like, Montrez Harrell really is the starting center on this team. He's played way more minutes than Zubac has. It's just they like to bring him off the bench. Yeah. So and he's and he's been phenomenal again. Like I think he's great. Yeah, I agree, man. I think uh, every I think everything about them is fun. Uh, should we get our just get our little bulls talk in just real quick? Sure, sure. Let's talk about our our favorite. Team. Zach Levine has been minus yeah. one game where he was actually. Yeah, I don't think he was too bad in the Charlotte game. He just didn't dunk at the end of the game. Um, he was really good in the Memphis game. Was not good in the Toronto game. Uh, has been really good in the Knicks game. Um, Really high on what Levine's done so far this year. Really like what Kobe White's done. He had one bad game like any rookie will. Um, but, oh my God, they can't shoot threes for the life of me. No, they are a terrible three-point yeah. shooting team. They are terrible. I mean, and the Charlotte Hornets on the first game were just, I mean, they was, were just nailing everything. They set a record. stuff is what the Hornets did in that game. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was like one of those games where they just couldn't miss. Um I especially the first game of the season. I especially liked Larry Markinen. He was incredibly dominant. Looked great. Couldn't shoot at all, but was driving the ball. Was going after rebounds. Like what he's doing. Um, but Zach Levine is the is the star guy on this team right yeah. now. Uh, Kobe White, uh, who I think we a lot of us initially maybe thought could be like a project shooting guard at some point, has turned out to be pretty surprisingly damn good. Uh, he's building off that really awesome preseason he had. Um, he's getting good minutes, and I think we can firmly say he is a yeah, two. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a. He he's, he's a not a one point guard. He's well, yeah, but he's, he doesn't no. pass <laughs> at all. <laughs> but that's all right. He's he's a point guard in the in the sense that he's six foot four. <laughs> so yeah. I still call him combo guard, but yes. He's, yeah, he's he's a combo guard. He's a combo guard, but I think I think he really is a an off guard, um, which is the only thing that sucks about that is he plays the same position as as Zach Levine. But um, him coming off the bench, uh, you know, having a guy like him c- come off your bench, it is it's great. great. I agree. I, yeah, instant, instant offense. offense. Um, Thad Young's been really good so far. Solid solid building block with yeah. Thad Young. I understand why they went after him on uh, on free agent day. Um, somebody I would have never thought they would have went after, but just solid team player. Um, 
I just, um, I don't know. I really would like to see more from Wendell Carter. Yeah, I Carter. think that's coming. He's playing pretty well in this next game. Yeah, I, I like, I'd like to see more from him. Um, he hasn't I mean, had an assist yet this he year. He seems like, well, yeah, and I don't know, man. I think, you know, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be really, really good at some point. I just don't know if it's going to be this year. I was just, I was, yeah, I, I think, I, know, I think he's been fine. I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but he's play, he played really well in the Knicks game, so... I'll take that from him. I think it's just, you know, the dude also missed 41 games last year or something like that. So He did. He did. Yeah. It was so a lot. Give him time. I think he's I think he's the best guy to come, the best big man to come out of Duke in a long time because I don't count Zion as a big man. So, yeah. True. Um, lastly, before we get out, because I know it was kind of just a quick reaction show, uh, obviously, you know, we talked about all the other teams. We got to talk the Lakers real quick. Uh, on Sunday night, we got to see Anthony Davis really flex his muscle and show what this team could be when they build around him. Um, LeBron went into the fourth quarter with only six points. The double-digit streak was a little close, and then, of course, he dropped 14 in the fourth quarter. Um, but I feel like this team's probably going to make another trade at some point. Uh, Troy Daniels has been good for them coming off the bench and shooting. They don't have Kuzma. They don't have yeah. Rondo. And Dwight Howard had a really, really good game on Sunday. Really, really, really been impressed with what Dwight Howard has been. I mean, we we're, we're going in expecting. Yeah, it's low risk, high reward. And we're getting we're getting something, and not only that, like he's actually playing team basketball yeah. and contributing to wins. And he's I feel like I mean this is we're only a couple games in, but it feels like to me he's kind of put his ego aside and is really like, I think he really wants to win a title this year. I think so too. I think too. It's kind of like, he knows like, all right, if I don't do this, they're cutting me because his contract's non-guaranteed. Yeah. This, this is it. Is like this is chance, it. If, he, if he's, this is, this is literally the last chance. And he is one of those, uh, veterans with winning experience. Who's at the last leg of their career, um, that you love to have on a team typically, but when you say Dwight Howard, uh, you're like, nah. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like you look at like every every great team has some sort of, you know, almost like washed star at some point, um, you know. And I, I'll bring up the Bulls, you know, R- Ron Harper. Oh, my God, who they was, had you know, so many. Supposed to, they, had, they had a bunch of them. And, and same thing with the Warriors. You know, Sean yeah. Livingston was supposed to be like a big big player, and he ended up having to become a role player. But like in 1998, oh, Robert Parrish Robert was Parrish, on the Bulls. John Sally was so. on the 96 team. John he Sally was, was on, on there. Bill Walton, on, Bill Walton on the yeah, Celtics. John Sally was um, also on the 2000 you know, Lakers. He was on the 2000 Lakers. So yeah, Horace <laughs> Grant on the on the 2000 Lakers. Like these guys that were once at a point, you know, all star caliber players that have to take a seat back. Um, most of, most of those, you know, typical guys like that when they get older, they're able to adapt and become that player. Um, we like I said, we would we typically we we written Dwight Howard off completely, but these last couple of games I've really loved the production in in small minutes for him, and I just I really really hope he stays healthy because I really do like Dwight Howard. Like I I thought the the season that he had the MVP esque season when they went up against the Lakers was probably one of my favorite NBA seasons. Yeah, he took. Did I tell you I like looked that stat up, that stat uh, series up recently. Yeah, he tell me about it. He only had 35 shots the whole all five games. Total combined between all five games, so he had 35 shots. Wow. Granted, basketball is different then, but like, my God. Yeah, 
It was it was it was something. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I saw. I think last you know in that, in that Hornets game, you saw a lot of him like flexing his athleticism that you haven't seen him be able to do in a long time. And like the alley oops yeah. he was catching and stuff like that, it was nice. How about that Anthony du- Davis alley oop he tried to throw him that went in the basket? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. the three pointer. <laughs> yeah, um, Anthony Davis is great. I I like this team. I'm really gonna re- I'm I'm gonna love this team once Kyle Kuzma's back. Yeah, when they can sh- spread the ball out a little more. Yeah, I I like it. Spread the ball out a little more. Like I'm excited to see what he's gonna do. I was I'm, I was so disappointed that he got hurt at the beginning of the year here. Um, so he's gonna have to you know get back out there and quickly acclimate himself to this team and, and get rolling. Same thing with Rondo. I'd love to see Rondo get back too. So, but um, Alex Caruso, <laughs> I mean, he had a nice dunk last night. Had a nice dunk. I mean, they're getting, they're getting some, some fun minutes from some guys um, um, this season. And I, I just, I think they're going to have a great, great year, um, but they need to, they need to not get cocky. They need to put their head down and they need to just, you know, play some ball. Yeah, I completely agree, man. So it's going to be fun. We still have tons of basketball to go. Um, we also, you know, as you know, with our show, Shot Callers did a great job covering a lot of stuff last night. So we got, we're going to kind of get everything pushed forward. Um, at large bid, we have the college basketball season starting next week already. Ooh. God. Ooh. It's already that yeah, time of so year. So the Champions Classic next Tuesday. Uh, we're going to be doing some conference previews before then. So you'll, you'll see a couple of those this week. But we're going to go and wrap this up. Uh, this week's position of 48 minutes. It was a lot of fun to get back and get this uh, talking actual games that matter with you, Sean. So, yeah, we're not just previewing crap. It's great. Yeah, previews get so... For those who don't do podcasts, previewing is fun until it's like two or three weeks before the season starts and you're like, just get here. Pre- previewing is great around and during yeah. free agency. Like, you know, you, know you, you can start thinking about how teams are going to look, but... It's it's terrible for the month of August and, and September. So I am so glad the season's back. Uh, we're in, we're in full swing again, and we're just we're just rolling along. It's going to be a very Absolutely. exciting. Absolutely. Well, everyone, thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to try to do this like psychic thing where I say five star reviews for this Halloween because we need them. Spooky. Spook. You know we will not play the Monster Mash. Um, <laughs> have a good night, everyone.